Welcome back, my friend, to the God Made Man podcast. Today is day 27 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. Today we're going to read from Psalms 19, verses 7 to 14. Seven verses that I want to look at. And today I want to focus on this passage from Psalms and make it our prayer for today and for the time that we have going forward. Make this our prayer and our understanding. Welcome back, my friend, to the God Made Man podcast. Today is day number 27 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. Today I'm going to read from Psalms 19, verses 7 to 14. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart, and the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and by keeping them is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be upright and innocent from great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. In these seven verses, we see that David has built a relationship with God. He has understood that the laws that God has set forth, the commandments that God has spoken about, is for his own good. He says that the law is perfect. It converts the soul. The testimony of God is sure. It makes wise the simple. It gives me understanding. The statutes of the Lord are right. I rejoice in them. The commandments of the Lord are pure. It enlightens my eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever, and the judgments are true and righteous altogether. More than gold, more than fine gold and sweeter than honey and honeycomb is the, is the law of God. And so you see that he has walked with God. He has conversed with God, and he's come to this understanding that the ways that God has for me is always best. It's always good. I might not understand it. I might not know what I'm going through. It might seem like harsh discipline at times, but I've learned that it's always better than how I've planned. I learned that it always always is for my good. And then we see that he, he begins, to, then he prays in verse 12 to 14. He has this attitude of a servant. He says, God, I know what you, what you have for me is good. Your law is good. Now help me to cleanse me from any secret faults. Things that I did unknowingly that didn't please you, cleanse me of those things. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. May they not rule over me. And then I will be upright and innocent from great transgression. And then let the words of my mouth, everything that I say, and then let the, the things that I think about in my heart be acceptable in your sight. As we go through these verses, as we're, you know, we're on day 27, trying to go all the way till day 90. I don't want us to just read these verses and make it our wallpaper and write it down and whatnot and, and then just kind of go through the motions of this. We'd be missing the point. The crux of this series, the whole reason that this does, the whole reason that this even works, Christianity, is not because we sit there and do a list of to-dos. It's not because we are on our best behavior now because 
we believe in a God who's up there. No, no, no. This is based on a relationship that we have with God now, a relationship that is growing. We, we understand that he has saved us from our sins, yes, but now he is enabling us to live a life that glorifies him and is for our ultimate good. And there is a process to that where we slowly begin to understand more and more of him, how he is trying to protect us, how he is loving us, how he disciplines us. And we grow in this relationship as we would grow with a earthly father, we grow with our heavenly father. And there is a, there is a growth in our knowledge, in our love for God, in our understanding of God, in our trust and in our faith of God. And as you, you know, just like you would with a friend, as you, you know, when you first meet somebody, you might not know their pet peeves, the things they like and the things they don't like. And you're not held to that standard in a way. Nobody's going to expect you to, nobody's going to hold you to that standard because you don't know them that well. But as you get to know them, as you get to spend more time with them, you begin to learn. There are certain things that this person likes their love language. These are things that they don't like. This is stuff that makes them mad. So as you get to know that person more and as they become your friend, you don't do the things that piss them off. You start to do more of the things that grow the friendship, that make them happy. If they're a gift receiver, you love to give gifts to them. If they're words of affirmation, whatever it may be. And that's the same relationship that we have with God. As we get to, as we draw closer to him, as we understand him more, there is, a, there is a sense in our hearts that, God, I don't want to, I'm growing in my knowledge of you. I don't want to grieve you. I, just like you wouldn't want to, you know, grieve uh, an earthly father, I don't want to grieve the heavenly father. So, God, if there's anything in my life that is slowing down my relationship with you, convict me of it. That's what, that's what he says here in verse 12. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from any secret faults. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let me look up that word real quick presumptuous. Yeah. So it's just, it's walking in our own arrogance. It's walking in our own pride. It's walking in, in overconfidence. Any sins that I commit in my own pride, God forgive me. So as we move forward, one, I want us to grow. I want us to understand that the, the foundation to overcoming our lusts, and sexual temptations is not, oh, I got to do this. I got to stop doing this. It's not a list of to-dos, but rather it is a relationship with Christ. As we spend time with him, reading the word in prayer, in worship, as we spend time with him, we begin to take on his characteristics. We begin to love what he loves and hate what he hates. And our prayer slowly becomes, God, I don't want to do this thing anymore, not because I'm just trying not to do it, but because I want to live a life that pleases you. I, I'm not doing this out of any obligation or because my parents told me or because my pastor told me or because I think it's the right way to go. No, no, no. I'm doing this because I want to live a life that pleases you. I love you, God. I want to serve you. I want my life to be useful to you. And so there's nothing that I want in my life that's going to slow me down. There's nothing in my life that that I don't want to be saying any words that are going to deter other people from you or that are going that that's going to you know cause me to sin. I don't want to put anything in my heart, in my mind that is going to turn me away from God. I want to grow in my relationship with God. That's the second thing I would say. Let's make that our prayer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And you will find that as we draw closer to Christ, you're not going to try to overcome your temptations. It is just going to be 
something that you become. It is just going to be something that you do. The, the temptations that used to really get you no longer have, seem to have that pull, that, that hold on you anymore because that's not who you are anymore. That's not where your identity is. You are living a life now enabled by the Holy Spirit to please God, to glorify God. And just like the psalmist found out here, he said it several times, we will also find out that God's ways are pure. They make us wise. They will rejoice our hearts. They are pure. They enlighten our eyes. They are sweeter than gold, sweeter than honey, better than gold, better than riches. And I pray that as we grow with Christ, our relationship flourishes, it grows, and we come to a place where we can daily say, God, with the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, let them be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen.